Welcome to the Praxis Daily Devotional Podcast. I'm Pastor Ed, and this devotional time is designed to create space for scripture, meditation, and prayer, all towards the application of God's Word into our daily lives. Well, today's Thursday. It's May 5th, and our reading for today comes from John chapter 11, verses 54 to 57. So this is just following the story where Jesus had uh, miraculously healed Lazarus and the religious leaders, the Jewish leaders, uh, were kind of all upset, all up in arms and had decided from this point that they were going to seek to arrest him and take his life. So starting in verse 54, Jesus, therefore, no longer walked openly among the Jews, but he went from there to the region near the wilderness to a a town called Ephraim, and there he stayed with the disciples. Now the Passover of the Jews was at at hand, and many went up from the country to Jerusalem before the Passover to purify themselves. Now they were looking for Jesus and saying to one another as they stood in the temple, What do you think, that he will not come to the feast at all? Now the chief priests and the Pharisees had given orders that if anyone knew where he was, he should let them know so that they might arrest him. Now, this is interesting here because, you know, it, it talks about how he went out to a town near the wilderness and no longer walked openly. So he knows that there is this buildup going on and they are seeking his life. And if you think about it, and there's some other situations, there's other times uh, in the scripture where it talks about uh, the crowd and the leaders had gotten upset with Jesus And it says that they went to lay hands on him, they went to grab him, and he evaded them and was able to leave. And I just think this is an interesting observation to make. We think about this, how how steadfast he was on his mission. He knew his purpose from the Father, and he continued that and didn't let anything get in the way. He didn't do it in a reckless way. He didn't put himself uh, in harm's way. Uh, just to try to accomplish the mission with expediency, um, so it wasn't reckless. And at the same time, you know, you know he he didn't throw himself into into risky situations unless it was specifically ordained by the Father. So there's times here where he is preaching the word and teaching the people, and then he's surrounded by them, and the Lord. His father protects him and allows him to escape, even though they are right in his midst. And he allows him to escape. And yet there's other times he, where he evades the crowds and he just stays away from the crowds and not put, doesn't put himself in a situation like that. Just an interesting observation how there's times where he needs to go to the people, even though it's risky. And then there's times where he just doesn't need to go there. It's not the right time. It's not the right way. Uh, but yet he continued his mission with wisdom. And the other thing that is interesting here is how it it specifies the Passover of the Jews was at hand. Now, you think about the Passover, the original Passover. This is going back to the time of the Israelites being enslaved in Egypt. And the whole idea behind Passover, the original Passover, is when the Israelites were instructed by the Lord to uh, kill, slaughter a lamb, take the blood and wipe the blood over the doorposts of their house. And that that evening, the angel of death that visited the nation of Egypt and killed the firstborn of every family, uh, when he came to the houses that and saw the blood of the lamb over their doorposts, they passed over that house without 
uh, killing the firstborn. And so now from that moment on, every year they would celebrate the Passover for that miraculous protection from, from God. And so Jesus knows that this Passover that was coming, it says this Passover of the Jews was at hand. It was days away. Jesus knows that this Passover feast that they share every year in remembrance of what God had done, symbolically showing how uh, the blood was going to protect the people. He knew that this year he was to be that Passover lamb. And this was not, no longer going to be a symbolic thing. This was going to be a true uh, righteous uh, sacrifice given for the sins of the people. He was the true and ultimate Passover lamb. And he knew that his time was coming close. Man, I'm just so grateful that knowing what was in store for him, he continued to walk at it and he, he allowed himself to be, he made himself that ultimate sacrifice. Let's just take a moment today and thank him for being that sacrifice for us. Jesus, I'm so thankful. We thank you, God, for your love. We thank you for being that Passover lamb for us, that, that, that feast that was celebrated and, and remembered of the protection that the Father provided over the people from their time of slavery in Egypt. It all pointed to you, you, Jesus, were the fulfillment of that feast. You were the ultimate sacrificial lamb. And I thank you, Jesus, for allowing your blood to be shed and your body to be broken and that your blood your righteousness has covered us, washed away all of our sin. And now, and now when it comes for, for us to stand before the judge, now we, have, we are able to have life because of the consequence of our sin has been, has been paid and it's been paid by you. So we declare our trust in you, Jesus. You are not only our Savior, you are our Lord and our God. And by some miraculous power of God, you have also become our brother. And you even said friend. Lord, help us to be faithful brothers, sisters, friends, servants, following after the example that you set for us. We love you today, Jesus. In your name we pray, amen. Well, family, uh, have a great rest of your day. Keep on loving anyway, no matter what it costs, regardless of what you get in return in any way that you're able, the same way that Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior, does.